Hey you, yeah you over there, listen to this podcast. Okay, but what's it about? It's where a guy talks about anything. That's not a podcast. Sure it is, it's a podcast about anything. So you mean to tell me it's a podcast? Yes. About a guy? Yes. Who just talks about anything? Yes. That's not a podcast. That's just some guy giving his useless opinion. Exactly. It's a guy giving his useless opinion. Isn't that what a podcast is? This is All the Good Names Are Taken Podcast. I'm Reese, a.k.a. Jobless Reese, a.k.a. Soon-to-be-employed Reese. Maybe. Today, we're going to go through a few topics. I know I always say that, but in episode 5, episode 5, I will actually make good on my promise. So, a few things we're going to talk about. I'm going to tell you my McDonald's story, a.k.a. how I almost got a case. Instagram. You see people traveling the world all the time. How do they do it? Tell you about the disrespect my car routinely gets on a daily basis. And last but not least, I'm going to ask you a simple question. Are you a Stedman or are you an Oprah? So, when we last spoke, you know I was on this crazy diet. And it was killing me. Not really killing me, but I hated not eating what I didn't want to eat. So, after I got done with the diet, it was a success. I lost a few pounds. I said, let me go ahead and celebrate. If you're me, you celebrate by eating something a little bad, just having one little bad meal, just to know it's still in you, just to know you still got it. So I went and did that. I went and tried to get a bad meal, and I'm like, well, what can I get that's cheap, that's easily accessible, that will give it to me fast, and that, you know, I I know what I can expect with that. Like, it's not going to be great, it's not going to be terrible. But it's going to be somewhere in the middle, and I know what to expect. So I went, I saw the sign, the golden sign, the golden arches, the golden arcs if it's McDowell's. But yeah, I went to McDonald's, McFreakingDonald's, over XYZ billion sold, global number one, not the healthiest place in the world, but they never promised that, they just promised you fast food, and a scary clown. They don't show as much anymore. So, I would usually go in the drive-thru, but this time I decided, let me do something different. Let me actually go in, see all my options, because this is my first meal. It's like a guy getting off a death row. It's it's been the first meal in a while, so you want to really, you really want to see what your options are. So I went up, I went in there, I approached the door, and I noticed it was uh, full of filled full of older people at the time, which is not a big deal. Not a big deal, right? So as I'm walking through the store, I notice a slippery when wet sign, right? But it's on the opposite side of the store. On the opposite side of the store. So as I'm walking up to make my order, I lose my balance. The floor that I was walking on was very slippery itself. So as I'm losing my balance, I'm like, I'm about to fall. Oh yeah, I'm about to fall. By some miracle, I catch myself. Stop myself from falling. And then I go about my business, order my food, and I go back to my car and I eat it in shame. And then that's when it hit me. I just blocked my blessing. 
And I know what you're thinking. How did you block your blessing? Some of you are thinking that. Some of you are already there. I stopped myself from falling. Are you kidding me? There's people that fake falls and get paid. I stopped myself from falling to protect, I don't know, what am I protecting? Myself. And I blocked my blessing. I could have owned a couple of McDonald's after going through the legal system. Don't know why I did it. Don't know why I did it. It's not like I had an athletic career ahead of me. I'm done. My athlete days are over. That's why I was dieting in the first place, so I can get back into fighting shape. Because right now I'm into beat up shape. But it was there. It was the sign. And I'm like, that was the assist. That was the assist. The big homie in the sky with the sky hand was looking out for me. And I said, no. I want to be able to walk right for a while. Idiota. Estupido. You big dummy is what these things, is what I am, man. Because that could have been my come up. That could have been. That could have been my investment money for making it. Instead, I had to save myself. And that's happened to me a few times. That's happened to me a few times where I'm like, I could go forward with things, but I'm not going to. I've been in more not-my-fault accidents than I care to imagine. I'm talking about accidents that I wasn't even driving in. I was not even driving in. And cars got smashed. Cars got totaled. And I felt like, yeah, I've been in a 12-round fight with, insert, whoever the toughest puncher is now. For my lifetime, it's always been Mike Tyson. But, you know, it was always like my friends or something like that. So you never want to... Sue your friends. They're always worried about that. Really, you're not even suing them. You're suing their insurance company, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've never pursued legal action to get my just due. Even when I get hit and I am driving, I always just look to get the car fixed. Even though, if you've ever been in an accident, that's not your fault. You know you will get bombarded by lawyer calls. Bombarded. It's so easy to get a case. And yet, I keep saying, no case. Let me block my blessings. I don't want it. See? So, boys and girls, this is a lesson. You can be like me. You can be honest and honorable, and you end up jobless. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not the moral of the story. We don't do morals around here. So, get out of here with that. Just stories. But, yeah. If I had slipped in McDonald's, I really would have been ba 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 ba. I'm loving it. Transition to my next topic. See that smooth transition I just did? World travelers. You see them all the time on Facebook groups, but mostly Instagram. Just go on any Instagram feed. Just eventually, you just go on your regular search page. I'm going to do it right now. Some wild stuff on here. But travel. You see travel pictures. You can't go too far without seeing them. They're going to these exotic locations. They're going to these great places. They look like they're having the time of their life. At least the person in the picture. I'm sure the person taking the picture is tired of taking all these goddamn pictures. But that's another story. But they travel what seems like all the time. And I'm like, how? How? 
How do you find the time? How do you find the effort? How do you find the energy? And most importantly, how do you find the money? I'd really like to know how they're getting these travel opportunities off like that. Are you really finding the cheapest flight possible, carrying yourself in the back of a cargo plane, but we'll call it Frontier or Spirit Airlines? Which both suck. I don't care what you guys say. Those are bad airlines. Those are terrible airlines. Like, really, any airline that you got to get out and push to make fly, it's a bad airline. Obviously, that's a joke, but not really. Not really. <laughs> any airline that's like, hey, yo, any airline that makes Southwest look upper class is a bad airline. Any airline that's like, leg room is optional, mm, bad airline. But anyway, so you take these really cheap airlines, you stay in what somebody's hostel not always not all of you are traveling to hostels i don't believe that maybe a lot of you are but not all of you because you don't trust everybody you can't go over everywhere and trust everybody how are you doing it that's really my only question i would love to know because i want to travel i've been a handful of places and all the places i have have cost me at least a moderate amount of money now i'm going to be honest with you I'm somebody that likes uh, to be comfortable. So if being comfortable means spending a little bit extra, I'll do it. But I, I try to find these great deals. I have these apps that try to look up deals. I never find these great deals to go, you know, halfway across the world in some place and just experience it. And I've got a lot of friends and I don't have friends that live in these places. I mean, I might, but they don't, like, I have, they're Facebook friends. They're Instagram homies. They're not real friends. My real friends are broke like me and in the same city, except not as broke as I am. They actually have money, but they have families, and I'm rambling now, so back to business. How do you do it? It's my simple question. Please let me know how do you do it. Uh, name of this podcast at gmail.com. Seems to be a few places that are, like, go-to places for people who travel, so I've seen a whole bunch of Cuba recently. I've seen a whole bunch of um, Dubai. I've seen a whole bunch of Thailand. Those are like the main three that I've seen. And then you always got the Europe trip. You got the trip through uh, certain parts of Asia, et cetera, et cetera. How are you doing this and holding down a full-time job or holding down any job? And if you're not holding down any job, how did you become independently wealthy? Because, yeah, hey, you can travel if you earn next to nothing, but y'all be looking kind of fresh to death. So I'm wondering, how do you do it? I'm not hating on how you do it or that you do it. I'm just asking for you to give me the keys to the kingdom. That's all I'm asking for. I want to travel. I want to be flued out. Don't we all want to be flued out? Stop making the rest of us look bad. And tell me your secrets, senpai. Teach me the ways of the traveler. Because I'm trying. I'm trying. I really, this year I want to get out and go places. But it's already almost March and I've been nowhere. And I'm like, how? So, by the spring of summer, I got to put some stamps on that passport. So, let me know. Also, a problem that I've always had is my group, my core group of friends that could travel, really don't. My core group, you know, 
the people that are in the same situation I've been for a while, meaning not married yet, no kids, etc., etc., they're all over the place when it comes to traveling. I've tried to set up traveling a bunch of times, and it never works out. And then my friends that do travel, they usually, like, they're married, kids, etc., etc., so... For them, that's a very different type of trip than the one I want to take. So, there is that thing. But yeah, I, I want to get out there. Speaking of out there, I don't know if there are five cars on the road more disrespected than my car. I have a white Honda Civic, but it's a sedan, and it's not like a turbo or anything. It's not a sport. So, on the road... My car is routinely, routinely disrespected, no matter where I go. Routinely disrespected. And what I mean is I get cut off a lot. Cars race by me. The whole nine yards. Everything. Anything that's disrespectful road etiquette happens to my car. Like There's no space. People get in front just because they know they can accelerate faster than my car. Nothing's worse in my car than trying to go uphill, hitting that uphill button. I hit the turbo. I hit the turbo in my car. Because my car going uphill goes like zero miles per hour. It goes nothing. It goes negative. It actually goes back in time. It goes reverse miles per hour. So when I'm on hills, I like to hit the turbo, which is taking the economy button off of my car. And it goes no faster. My car right now is a little engine that can't. And like the other day, some guy asked me, what kind of car is that? And I was like, oh, it's a Honda Civic. He's like, yeah, it looks, is it get good mileage? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I think I'm getting my teenage daughter that. I'm like, that's weird that you would say your teenage daughter. Just disrespectful of my car. And the worst part about it is when I'm in the car, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't catch up to people that cut me off or get get in front of me when there's no space. I can't. My car is not fast enough to catch up to them. So I'm just disrespected and they keep moving. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, if I could just, I can't. I just have to take the disrespect. My last car was a Nissan Maxima. Oh, that was a rocket. That was a rocket. I'm not saying I beat every car out there. I'm not saying I was never disrespected. But I'm saying my car put in work. It was respected out in these streets. This one, they're like, yeah. I mean, the cops wouldn't even stop me in this car. Come on. They're like, nah, I know you're not doing anything. You can keep it moving. It's my car, man. Every time someone says, like, oh, I think I had this car in college... And Honda Civics are a popular car. Very popular car. It's just I feel like my version of the car is the least popular. It's definitely the weakest. And I would say, but I love it because it's mine. No, no, no. I loved my last car. I want to get rid of this car. So hopefully this year that is going to happen. That is the mission. But first I have to get that, what, bag, like everyone says. Except if I got the bag, it will be filled with nothing but despair. And probably lint. It would be despair and lint in that bag. So, I don't want that bag. I want enough money that I can get rid of that car and get a better one. One that people are going to have to respect 
out in these streets at all times. All times. But right now, that's not happening. Like every day. Every day, someone does something disrespectful to my car, and I'm reminded, wow, I'm not a boss. I have a simple question to ask you. For those of you in relationships, serious relationships, are you the Stedman? Are you the Oprah? Because I'm pretty sure I'm the Stedman. And I don't know how to take that. So I have a significant other. She's very beautiful, very smart, very accomplished, blah, 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 blah. She's all that. Whatever. Whatever. Who cares about her? This is my podcast. She has her own podcast, which I'm not plugging here because it's she's already got enough in life. And I'm a hater, but I don't hate her. Oh, bars, and you didn't even know it. But my significant other, we have, we met at a job we worked years ago, and we worked at another job together, and I'll just tell you like this. At the job we first met at, she worked in a department that initially I wanted to work in. Before she got there, obviously, I wanted to work there. I was told I could get that job, but I'm better for blah, blah, blah. So I stayed in my course. She got there. We both rose up at the ranks in the job to become, to be seen as equals. However, we never got equal treatment at that job. We both left that job. I left that job in disgrace. She left that job when they were begging her not to go. Even though I quit... They didn't fight for me to stay. They didn't ask for me to stay. And I feel they didn't really want me to stay. Even though I earned them so much money. They were like, well, hey, you know what? You're showing yourself the door. That's okay. She quit as well. They were like, what can we do to make it work? What can we do to make it happen? Please stay. And she still left for a better job. And they weren't mad at her for it. They would have rehired her on the spot. But like, we understand. We love you. We'll always love you. For me, they're like, new phone, who this? The second job we got. She was at that company first. I was at that company second. Everybody at the organization loved her. Everybody at the organization thought I was okay. Like, he's okay. Probably because I'm attached to her. Or they would probably have hated me. We both worked our butts off for that job. Put in long hours. Did everything we could. I got laid off from that job. Along with about 40 to 50% of that company. She tried to quit. And they said, no, stay on as a contractor. We'll pay you money. You know what they laid me off for? For not having money. And yet they were throwing money at her. Throwing money at her. Third story. There was a job that I was going for because obviously I put the jobless and jobless Reese. And the Reese too. There was a job I was going for and they were like, we don't know if you're qualified. We look at everything. Hmm. We'll do a lowball offer. We'll do an introductory. Blah, blah, blah. Like, they disrespected me. Like my car. Disrespected me with their offer. She offered to work with them. And they threw money at her to not even work for them. 
but to do some work for them. So do you see this, the disparity? Are you seeing a pattern here? Are you seeing a pattern here? We both started businesses at the same. Actually, I started my business a little earlier than her. We both started businesses at nearly the same time. Got into the fields that we're into respectively. She's a big, huge success. I'm making a podcast talking about how jobless I am and broke. Do you see the pattern here? Do you see the pattern? Stedman, Oprah's Stedman, I don't remember his first name. That's disrespectful, but I should know it. Stedman Graham. Stedman was his first name. I thought it was his last name. Stedman Graham is a successful businessman, probably a multimillionaire, um, and noted author in and of his own self, right? I probably butchered that. But next to Oprah, he is nothing. <laughs> he is nothing to the world next to Oprah. He's Oprah's man, possibly. There's rumors, but I'm not going to go there. Oprah's amazing. She could probably shut me down if she ever hears this. So, Oprah, you are overlord for the win. But next to Oprah, he's a nobody. Let's keep it real. No one cares about him next to Oprah. Not even his family. Like, ah, Stedman, you're okay, but we really love Oprah. And she was like, ah, I don't want to marry you. He's like, okay. He's cool with that because she's Oprah. And she can have what she wants, when she wants, and how she wants. I dare you to say otherwise. But it's funny because if he wasn't with her on his own accomplishments, he would be seen as a success. It's just when you're next to Oprah, it's hard to be seen as a success. Honestly. Here's the thing. I'm proud of my girl. And I want her to accomplish everything that she wants in life and more. I want her to become the next Oprah. Or the next whoever else. Whoever you kids like nowadays. The thing is, I don't want to be Stedman. There, I admit it to y'all. I don't want to be Stedman. Can't we be Oprah and some other person that's also up there in life? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's not. How, maybe this is how it works. <laughs> maybe this is how it works. Because if you look at it, I'm just throwing it out there. We had three similar opportunities, and every opportunity that turned out bad for me turned out good for her. And even four when you count our respective businesses. So maybe, just maybe, our fortune is on a seesaw. It's on a pendulum. Some sort of give and take. Some sort of yin and yang. The less fortunate I am, the more fortunate she is. So if that's the case, uh, I, I guess I'll still suffer it. You ever think that? You ever think that out there? Somebody else is getting the luck that you don't have. Somebody else is getting the fortune you don't have. Well, if you think that way, you're a hater. Just kidding. You're not a hater. You're just a weirdo. You shouldn't think that way. Or should you? We can go, if, what if, let's say there was someone out there that just, for some reason, the things that don't work out for you do seem to work out for them nearly at the same times. Well, you think that's a little weird, just cosmically weird? That's all I'm saying. I'm very proud of her, but I'm, I, I might become, I might be coming Stedman. This is, this might be how Stedman gets made. Now, what I'm not going to do is 
be one of them significant others that tries to hate on or hinder the progress of, of somebody else. If you do that, you're garbage and you should move out their way. I understand you, hey, you want to be successful or you want to be shining too, but don't dim their light just so you can shine. Let them shine. So all I'm saying is I want her to continue to succeed. I just I just want to succeed too. Like I, I don't want to be Stepman. I respect him. I just don't want to be him. And if that's my fate to be him, I'm going to go down swinging. But uh, these are just the rants, ravings, and opinions of one man and one man only. That's just what I do. And I do it the best because this is the best podcast in the world, according to my mom. Just kidding. She doesn't even listen to it. But you do. And for that, I thank you. Episode 5 is wrapped up. Hope you enjoyed it. Please, please, please email me at nameofthispodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you because I'm not running out of topics. But I want to I want to get some, some participation from my friends. We are on every major platform except iTunes at the moment. Hopefully that happens. But Spotify, SoundCloud, all the other ones we're there and I say we like there's more than one person even though those actors at the beginning of the podcast were amazing but no it's just me for now well me and you of course because you're listening and thank you for listening and now here comes more outro music that's already been playing in the background so now I'm just gonna go <laughs> <laughs>